Coming to you live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, welcome to the Positively West Virginia podcast. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Today, we have a very special episode for you today. We're going to be visiting with Jason Specht. He's the owner of Mountain State Overland. He's based in Lewisburg, West Virginia. Jason, thanks for being on the show today. Hey, Jim. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, it's great to have you with us, and I look forward to learning about your story. Jason Specht is the creator and owner of Mountain State Overland, LLC. Since its inception in the Mountain State in West Virginia in 2013, this team of explorers have captured motion and still images that recount nearly 100,000 miles of vehicle-based adventures. MSO is a wildly popular YouTube adventure travel video series. You got to check out their YouTube channel. We'll make sure we have links to that. With more than 100 videos published online, their presence has created a wide range of business opportunities that include overland tour services, adventure vehicle rentals, equipment sales, and event management. We invited Jason on the show today to talk about Mountain State Overland to share their story and to talk about the business Jason leads right here in West Virginia. Jason, again, thanks for being on with us today. Take a minute and tell us a little bit about Mountain State Overland. Well, you did a pretty good job there, Jim. <laughs> I think you, you covered it. Uh, it's it all started in 2013 with some buddies and I camping on the on the banks of the Greenbrier River up uh, north of Durban. We've you know spent our you know lives living outside. Um, Several of us uh, were Mountaineer graduates from there, from WVU in Morgantown. Great. Um, so, you know, we, we kind of grew up as kids, you know, after college, spending time outside and using our trucks to get us to places and do things that we really enjoyed, whether that was backpacking, paddling, whitewater, um, fishing, you know, you name it. And um, we started talking around the campfire about um, about an opportunity maybe to share videos because you know other people across the country had started sharing videos and this is kind of in the beginning of the overland movement yeah. adventure travel movement here in the u.s and uh so i picked up a camera um took it along with us and kind of had a plan and um started shooting a series of videos um started taking a little more serious every year started investing in equipment um and before you knew it it blew up and grew and people wanted to go with us so um yeah, just created all sorts of business opportunities. That's awesome, man. So so that's a great inspiration. Give us a little insight as to what overlanding is all about. You mentioned adventure, uh, travel. Talk a little bit about overlanding and what that what it means. Well, overlanding has, you know, uh, some very, very specific um, terms of reference, um, you know, can be sourced, you know, through Wikipedia and things like that. Um, overlanding is really focused on um, vehicular-based travel, um, where kind of the journey is is the biggest part of the adventure, right? Yeah. So, um, if you look at uh, taking a vacation to Myrtle Beach, right, you're going to drive as fast as you can to get to Myrtle Beach, and then you're going to beach it, and then right. you're going to drive as quick as you can to get home because you yeah. want to get out of traffic. Yeah, that's right. You know, so 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 this is actually taking the destination, which are are often pretty epic. Um, but taking the destination and putting that, you know, kind of at the back and, uh, you know, and bringing the journey to the forefront. So, yeah. so we've know, got some, we've got, we've got a couple of pictures, Jason, we're going to put up as you're describing what these vehicles look like as well. 
<laughs> yeah, so so we're, we're that's exactly right. So yeah. you're going to see that here. Um, you know, what we do is we try to find the long way to get there, right? Yeah. So traveling America's back roads, um, traveling public uh, service roads, uh, gravel. Um, West Virginia has a lot of opportunity for, you know, this kind of vehicle-based travel, travel off the beaten path. So it's a fantastic way to kind of re-engineer your tourist tourism uh, tourism experience yeah absolutely you know um, there's there's other terms for this some people call it boondock camping right uh, you know car car camping is not quite quite it because you guys are like doing some some off-road treks right you're you're actually off the road uh, and, and mm -hmm. you're using like I know that you're a, a big fan of the Toyota Tacoma I watched a couple of your videos uh, trucks like that that have specialized camping gear uh, that are outfitted really to to get out uh, like you said off the grid a little bit uh, out into nature but but be fully self-contained is, is that kind of sum it up yeah, it is. You know, um, and just want to make things real clear here. You know, we we are off the beaten path. I mean, we do tra travel on public right of ways um, and yeah. public roads. Um, promoting off off road activity is not something we're you know we affiliate with. Um, some of the road services in West Virginia are unimproved, and unimproved means sometimes requires four wheel drive, and that's the stuff we try to find. Yeah, um, that are pu public opportunities because we don't want anybody trespassing on lands. But, Absolutely. You know. Um, you know, the public public lands has been an excellent opportunity for us to get away. Um, but like you said, boondocking and things like hipcamp.com, where people can actually rent out, you know, their backyard for people to camp, you know, really creates an opportunity. But um, yeah, so these are self-sustained, you know, touring mobiles, right? These are Toyota Tacomas and Forerunners and, you know, all sorts of different makes and models of vehicles with, you know, rugged camping solutions, rooftop tents. Um, water storage, equipment storage, but you know, there's 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 not any point in time that I can't just hop in the truck and it's ready to go. Um, <laughs> That's so, pretty cool. And, and, and we're ready to you know take on everything, you know, because you know if we're doing these guided trips like we've been doing for the last four years, we need to be prepared for everything. Yeah, absolutely. My wife and I uh, back in summer of uh, 2020 bought a, a a truck that came with it was a Ford F150, but it came with a, an ARE camper cap on it. And, oh, yeah. I, and I kind of joked with her. I was like, this, this truck looks like a grandpa truck, you know, she's like, well, you're a grandpa now. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's true. But, but we bought a, uh, we bought, uh, there was a company called Topper Easy Lift and they, they had a, uh, a thing, I think it was called the Nomad Camper and it's like a zip out tent. And so we threw a queen size air mattress fit right between the wheel wells. And we went down to Randolph County and pulled up a, along the Glady Fork River. Uh, and within about 15 minutes, we had our camp set up, we had a, a fire going and dinner started. I mean, literally that fast. I couldn't believe how cool it was. You know, we had all the, uh, all the gear. Now we haven't done a trip since. I don't know if that was a, <laughs> a result of our trip. We had a great time. So I know what you're talking about a little bit. So I, I so I, I guess the, the question I have that, you know, leads from that is like, what inspired you to get in? This sounds like such a cool business to be in. What inspired you to get into this as like, as like a business? It was a challenge. You know, yeah. um, my wife at the time, we, we lived in, uh, in Roanoke, outside of Roanoke, Virginia, and she yeah. was working for, uh, for Channel 10 there, WSOS, uh, running okay. a life, lifestyle daytime TV show. They had a camera, or we had a camera that we bought. Um, and we kind of traveled around and filmed each other. And I was really getting into helping her out with that on the side. Um, and then, you know, we've been always been car camping and, it, you know, we created a challenge like, you know, our mission was to be able to 
like documented, you know, sustained adventures in the Appalachian mountains because That's nobody cool. was really, really doing that, you know, besides obviously the Appalachian uh, trail, you know, on foot. So, so how could we could, you know, take this model from the West coast that's kind of developing and, and create opportunities here on the East because, you know, there's, there's several companies locally to West Virginia or along the mountain range, Appalachian mountain range that can benefit from something like this, because we're talking about bringing real dollars to our economy. Yeah. Um, so the, the motivation was a challenge, you know, learning how to operate camera equipment, learning how to edit videos, um, being an entrepreneur, thinking about ways to, you know, to generate revenue, um, to try to kind of keep the machine running and, um, you know, to have a side hustle. I mean, something something on the side to get excited about um, and creating a real opportunity for my son as he grows up to have places to go. He can go back and watch these videos and say, hey, let's go where where dad went. Oh, that's you cool. Know, back yeah. 10, 15 years ago. So that's really um, great. That's a motivator. So tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about uh, the specific services that you provide. You mentioned tours and, and things like that. What what What's the gambit of, of products and services that, that you're able to provide through Mountain State Overland? So we offer, um, you know, tours, you know, uh, it would be a, uh, um, I guess we would be considered operating as a tour guide on um, people. People drive their own vehicle. Um, again, on public roads, um, we utilize fee-based campsites, campgrounds, or private property. Um, we use the public roads to get us from point A to point B. You know, that's essentially it. Um, we do encourage people to bring their own, you know, food and things like that. But we also plan to stop at local gas stations along the way. So, you know, we, we, we never take more than five trucks with us because we keep it small to manage our, our impact on the environment. Um, but we try to we try to promote economic growth, you know, locally to the different regions of West Virginia that we explore. Um, we do like six of those trips a year. We release those trips on Black Friday, and they usually book out within seven to ten days for the next year. Wow, that's so um, yeah, it's crazy, uh, crazy exciting. But you know, we do it in such a small capacity just to keep it exciting for us because you know our excitement you know reflects onto the guest experience. Um, the other services that we provide, uh, this was, you know, kind of a result of all the interesting things that happened during, you know, starting in 2020, but uh, started thinking about different ways to kind of put this, you know, put this business um, to, to work and to exercise some of its services. We, we built a 2015 Toyota 4Runner um, as an adventure vehicle rental with a rooftop tent storage and refrigerator suspension tires. Um, and we put that out on outdoorsy.com as a solution to kind of the, you know, the, the, the craze of car camping or RVing. Yeah. Um, it's kind of something a little bit different. So that's been fun, you know, and then we, now we have a national park here in, in the state. So um, our last rental that we had, they wanted to go explore the national park. So um, they rented the vehicle for four days and, you know, did everything they possibly could, you know, here in West Virginia. So that was pretty exciting stuff. Um, you know, it's created opportunities for us to build community. Community is really important to this uh, this, this uptick of adventure travel and overlanding um, across the country and across the world. Um, people are really hungry to be, you know, and identify with people that are into the same thing that, that they are. I mean, yeah. across any industry, right? So yeah, absolutely. Um, we do, uh, we, we try to do our host our own events. Um, we'll have a third annual um, Adventure X Festival just across the border from Greenbrier County and in, in Covington, Virginia, 
um, this September will be the third third time that'll happen. Um, and then we're going to be doing a, a festival in uh, in Lewisburg here, a film festival uh, at the end of April. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's ever evolving. Yeah, we're looking at opportunities to possibly franchise our guide service um, here locally on the East Coast um, into different states and training guides to kind of operate. So yeah. um, it's just a growing machine. So, so first of all, I, I want to have you talk a little bit about, because you guys are really well known for your videos as well. You got a thriving video channel on YouTube. You got, you know, some of those videos have three, three you know, more than 300,000 views on them, right? And you guys have yeah. done like seasons of this. Talk a little bit about the video series and what people can expect. Because we're going to put a link up. We want folks to go check these out because they're they are really fascinating. Yeah. Well, we have a lot of fun. I mean, first and foremost, it's a lot of fun for us. Um, it's been a challenge to learn how to operate equipment. And we brought some real talent into it kind of travel along with us, but it's a typical experience that you would see kind of behind the scenes of a bunch of friends going out and exploring, you know, territory they're not familiar with, you know, um, a lot of the videos that, uh, you know, we've produced have been how to build, you know, these vehicles, yeah. um, documented series on every step that we took along the way, collaborating with different shops. Um, you know, every, every guided trip that we do, we, we film it, um, so that those people have something to remember. So, you can kind of see from a firsthand experience what it's like to be a guest on some of these trips. And, you know, to tell you honestly, and frankly, it, the, the video series is what created the opportunity. Yeah. You know, people started watching this and started really kind of relating to it and said, Hey, I want to go, or Hey, where can I get a truck like that to drive? Very cool. um, so yeah, super cool. Um, very down to earth. We're exactly the same in person as we are on the video. That's something that we're very adamant about. We'll call out our friends if they're acting kind of too funny and just say, just be yourself. Um, that's that's what's kind of really unique about it is that, uh, you know, we're not actors. We're just real people out here really doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think, Jason, when you when you talk about overlanding and outdoor adventure, uh, vehicle adventure, you know, that, that's really tourism. And you're you've, you've, you're at the perfect spot. I think perfect place to do that. West Virginia, that's one of our thriving industries right now and has been over the over the last several years. But tourism and outdoor tourism is is really booming right now. So you're in the right spot for that. Let's talk a little bit about your 30 second pitch. I always like to ask folks, what do you tell people that you do in 30 seconds? Um I'm a professional camper. <laughs> That that's was one like sen- five seconds. One sentence. Yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> and then it follows up with, uh, so how do you do that? And I think we've kind of covered that. I yeah. mean, it's, um, I am um, passionate about the outdoors in West Virginia and passionate about sharing that experience with people so people can come here and experience it, and, you know, experience it themselves. So, Jason, I got to ask you this because, you know, just somebody who, who started this, uh, you know, within a, a year and a half or so ago, um, I'm, as I mentioned, with our own little setup and our, you know, an F-150 is not a Tacoma. It's not it's not as cool. Right. But it, it was a heck of a lot of fun. How do you find places to go? Where What's the best way? Are there resources out there for folks to to get into this space? I mean, obviously, they can book a tour with you and I'm going to encourage folks to do that. But if they can't get one of those coveted spots. How can people take their own vehicle and get out there and do some some uh, overlanding and some uh, some car you know, you know boondock camping? What would what would be some suggestions you'd give them? Yeah, Jim, that's a great question and a question we get a lot. Um, I'll tell you how we did it. We yeah. went um, 
on Google Maps and figured a place that we wanted to go camping the first night, and the second night, and the third night, the third night, and um, we tried to find the windiest back roads that we could on the map. And we said, let's go see what it's like. And we did that for going on nine years now when we build a catalog of roads and routes that we can travel. So, you know, um, in in typical fashion, you know, in consumerism, people want something, they want it and want it and want it right now. Um, What we try to do is we try to encourage people um, to get out and just go explore off of 219, off of 79, off of 64, you know, uh, off of 19, you know, just, just get off the paved, the painted road and just see where it takes you. You know, yeah. I mean, that's the biggest piece of it. If you do want specific resources, there are things like, um, you know, on, you know, app utilities like Onyx off-road, um, Gaia GPS, um, and things like that, that yeah, have cool. kind of resource, you know, a lot of state database road systems so that you know what you can get into. Um, you know, the West Virginia has a great online resource for, you know, road surfaces um, and identifying public roads. It's a little bit cumbersome for, you know, the, the, the novice, you know, yeah. tech person, but, um, what's you the, know, there's uh, all sorts of good resources so, out there so, like that. So, so since you've been doing this, what's the scariest predicament you've ever gotten into? Um, public road in uh, Southern West Virginia, um, the road gave way on it. It was pretty sketchy as it was. The road gave way on us. Um, we got the vehicle across, but we had four more vehicles to get across. So we had to actually use, um, you know, a winch off the front and the back of each vehicle as we, you know, kind of held them onto the side of the road inside the mountain um, to get them where they needed to be. So um, there's, there's things that have happened like that, right? Um, yeah, yeah. That, uh, you know, and it's it's been a real opportunity to kind of train ourselves um, and and think about how we can respect our environment so that we can leave it better for other people, um, um, and and steering people away from roads like that because it could be you know people could have a bad experience real quick. Yeah. Um, so um, you know, there's been all sorts of things like that has happened. Um, you know, we've been pretty fortunate over the years. You know, where some of these memory making moments have been, you know stressful but yet enjoyable um and uh you know that's one that stands out to me for sure well it's always a it seems like a a a risk reward proposition right you got to risk maybe the you know a couple of scratches or maybe a couple of dents in your vehicle but the reward of like camping stream side or you know over a mountain vista or right up the shore of a uh, of a lake or something like that could be really amazing yeah really i mean you know, we've been um, as far north as New Brunswick, Canada. We spent two weeks up there. Wow. Um, as I've talked about uh, traveling the Appalachian Mountain Range, I mean, West Virginia is just a piece of that, right? right so, sure. um, you know, we've traveled from, you know, Georgia to New Brunswick. You know, we're making our way across the country now year to year as time is available for our team members um, on, our, on a route called the Trans-America Trail, mm-hmm. uh, which is a public route available um, through, um, through a website and it's all back roads. Some of them are not too exciting, but it's all about the experience, you know, when you're overlanding and, and the, and the areas that you pass through and the people that you meet and the gas stations you stop at or the restaurants that you love. Um, and then the campsites you get to experience, you know, sleeping on a cliff or, you know, sleeping on a, on the banks of a river, or, you know, just, just, fantastic you know just that's what it's all about absolutely that's super cool 
Jason, what would you say is the thing you're most excited about your company right now? Um, I, I think the thing that's most excited is that I've, I'm really finding people to be a part of the company um, that can help us, you know, move to the next level. For so many years, I've tried to kind of hold on to everything myself. Yeah. And I'm starting to really identify opportunities where I can bring people in um, to kind of own, you know, certain areas. Uh, we just recently added um, a young lady from Pennsylvania that is going to help us with event coordinating, you know, this year on, on two of our events. Um, you know, we, we picked up a 30 um, year old out of North Carolina who's been guiding with us. His name's Eric and uh, trading him all last year. And he's very passionate about the project and very passionate about opportunities potentially to, you know, you know, create a satellite uh, guide service out of North Carolina. Um, so that, that's been the biggest thing. That's the thing I'm most excited about is like really saying, you know what, in order to get to the next level, we're going to, we're going to need experts, you know, to kind of own certain yeah. areas of the business. That's great. What, uh, what's the geographic area that you serve? In other words, where do your customers come from? So we do, um, this adventure X Fest that I was talking about, this will be the third year we do it. We do it every September 11th weekend in Covington, Virginia, just across the border from uh, white sulfur and the Greenbrier. Um, we have guests come from, uh, probably as far West as Nebraska we've had, um, uh, as far South as Florida and as far North as Maine as you know, up into Michigan, you know, so, uh, nine, 99% of the people that come to that event, cause I'm like kind of the 1% or less than 1%, um, 99% of the people that come to that event drive over 250 miles to get there. Wow. It's a, it's a completely tour it's a generate tourism generating machine um and all the only reason those people are coming is to you know listen to music and uh, camp with each other and go explore the go, go explore the roads you know i mean it's uh it's pretty spectacular absolutely so uh, i think about um the success of the hatfield and mccoy trail which is primarily you know uh side by sides for uh four wheelers and that kind of thing and, and I don't know that there's a lot of camping that goes on with that, right? It's just, there's, there's cabins and stuff like that, but that's, that's a magnificent draw for West Virginia. Are there any things like that, like a, a trail here in West Virginia that people can, can, you know, be a part of? Is that, is that kind of something that you envision or how does that look? I, th I think, um, I think obviously the Hatfield McCoy system has just done wonders for uh, revitalizing Southern West Virginia, yeah. creating real economic opportunities. I think the lost, um, lost opportunity currently is lack of camping on the trail. Um, you know, that it creates opportunities for people to camp, you know, on private locations off of the trail. Yeah. Um, but you know, to allow somebody to throw a tent, you know, on top of a side-by-side, -side, it happens. Um, and to be able to get out there and, you know, drive all day and then just camp in the woods, you know, it just would be, you know, a fantastic opportunity. Um, some people like the amenities of, you know, baths and showers after you've been <laughs> dipping through mud holes all day long. I can completely understand that. Um, but, you know, talking about this overland adventure travel, you know, we were just at uh, Charleston um, a few weeks ago with the West Virginia Off-Highway Vehicle Coalition. Yeah, that's how um, we, I think that's, that's how we ran into you, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, and speaking on behalf of adventure travel tourism, not just side by side, but side by side, including 
you know, four-wheel drive passenger vehicles, adventure motorcycles, um, and then everybody else that's actually just using their Subaru to get out and go, you know, float the New River or, or yeah. paddle the Gully or, you know, climb in Summersville, you know. So, yep. um, you know, we really got to think about the whole approach as opposed to of adventure travel as opposed to singular, you know, entities of it. Yeah, that's cool. How many, uh, how many employees do you have at, on your, in your company now? I'm an, I'm an owner, operator, creator, producer, <laughs> everything director. Um, I, I have uh, contract staff uh, for marketing, graphics, design, uh, guide work. Um, and, you know, our, our, our new ad here, Dom out of Pennsylvania, she's yeah. helping out with events. So um, it's, it's all contract based. Um, cool. And I'm, I'm still, you know, owner, operator here. Jason, trying to let go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Jason, what's one thing that makes you most proud since you started this company? Um, I, I think it's exciting to see more overland vehicles driving through West Virginia because yeah. when we started, like, I mean, I think if you saw a rooftop tent on top of a vehicle over a period of 12 months, it would be just, you know, luck of the draw. But, you know, I can get out on 219, go north out of Lewisburg here, be in the woods in no time, but, you know, pass a couple rooftop tents on the way to Snowshoe. Um, you know, we can go to, Tea Creek campground off the scenic highway and there'll be a couple rooftop tents out in the, in the campground. So what's most exciting to me is seeing that this is, this is working and people are paying attention to the opportunity. Um, I like West Virginia quiet and peaceful. And um, I like to go to my places that I like to camp and not have to compete, you know, with neighbors, but um, it's creating a real opportunity for these dying economies and some of these, these struggling areas to, you know, kind of re recreate themselves. Yeah. There's, um, there's no doubt about that for sure. Yep. It's, it's fantastic. So you put up, put aside the personal pursuits and, you know, you know, think, you know, big picture about it. It's, that's what it's all about. And that's what I'm most excited about. Yeah. That, that's, that's awesome, man. What's, what's one thing you wish you could do over since you've been in business? Tell us that story. I don't like to do things over. I like to just kind of make my mistake or be successful and move on. So um, I'm, I'm not too sure. I, I don't, I don't think, um, I think we've done an amazing job with what we've had. There's been lessons we've learned. Um, you know, we've taken breaks from, from YouTube and social media for a period of like two or three months. And it, it literally legitimately makes an impact on you. Um, you know, I think the biggest, biggest opportunity in the, you know, for anybody, you know, kind of pursuing something like this or, you know, their own businesses stick into their model and, yeah. and, and don't deviate, just, you know, be who you are, be what you want to be and, and deliver the service that you want to deliver and stick with it. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think that is awesome. Uh, Jason, I want to take just a quick second to mention the sponsors that we have for Positively West Virginia and this podcast. They include the State Journal, West Virginia News and WVNews.com and Interaction Media. The support we receive from these West Virginia companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia in business. Today, our guest is Jason Specht. He's the owner of Mountain State Overland. Jason, I want to get right back into it. How do you attract new customers? How do you get the word out there? Um, social media. You're right. So, um, like I had mentioned earlier, you know, YouTube has been a big driver in the exposure and the success of, um, 
you know, our efforts. We're trying to really focus on community building this year and, you know, over the next three years and creating opportunities for people to congregate. Um, and like I said, um, I've said a couple of times, and not just specifically on overlanding, but trying to rope in the whole adventure travel, you know, sector. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's um, that's really important. Um, kind of lost my question and train of yeah. thought there. But, Attracting uh, new business, new customers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so focusing on the community and I just that's you know, utilizing yeah. social media. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, in in terms of growing your business, what are some of the biggest challenges you're facing right now? Um, social media, um, you know, and, uh, you know, kind of, like I said, you know, getting back to the grassroots, I feel like we have a big reach nationally and a little, a little bit globally, but where the real opportunity is local, yeah. like, you know, you get so focused on wanting to be, you know, big and grow as a company, um, and get the exposure and identifiability you know, when the overland industry was first getting kind of ramped up here in the U.S., it was like, you know, it would it, it only made sense to the people, the few people around the country that knew what it was. Right. So right. Yeah, now exactly. that it's kind of gotten that foothold, now we need to get back in. We need to, you know, identify with real opportunities to support our local our local economies, you know, support, um, you know, adventure here in Greenbrier County. I mean, it's, uh, you know, we're you know, between Pocahontas and everything that's around us. I mean, it's a, it's a fantastic place to be and um, rallying those people around. That's the biggest challenge is yeah. um, how do we do that? You know, we go put flyers on doors and hand out business cards and stickers at restaurants. I mean, that's that's what needs to be done, not dumping mm -hmm. money into Facebook advertisements and uh, social media campaigns. Yeah. So I think you, you bring up a good point because there is something to it. And, and there's a... Uh, I, I don't want to say that overlanding is now Main Street stream, but I, I, I think a lot of people know what it is. You know, like you said, even here in Morgantown, you know, the quote unquote big city, you know, we see I, I mean, I see overland vehicles with their 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 uh, rooftop tents packed up, you know, right. Right. It looks like they're going camping, but they're going to work, you know, and I think that's kind of cool. So you do see them. And, and, and I think that, um, you know, it, it could be as simple as somebody going to a dispersed camping area. It's like a, like in a national park, like the Monongahela national forest, there's several dispersed camping areas. You can just go in and, and get your feet wet. Right. It's, it's easy to try. You don't have to do all the extreme stuff that you guys are doing, but you could get started in this thing. And, and, and it's kind of a, a neat hobby in the fact that there's this unlimited potential, right? You could take a truck or a, uh, you know, a Jeep that you might have, and you start adding piece by piece and little accessories, little storage things. And next thing you know, you got a solar panel and right. I mean, it, it's kind of a cool uh, hobby really for people to get involved with something that's fun. And, you know, you can do it right here in West Virginia. Yeah, I always kind of feel guilty, you know, kind of turning people onto this because of the amount of <laughs> money they dump into their projects. Um, you know, and I always tell people, they say, what do you want to do first? What piece of equipment do I need? I was like, you need a gas, you need gas in a truck or, yeah. a, or a car. Or a sport yeah, utility you, you can but get you started can just, pretty, pretty easily, you know. Yeah, you don't, I mean, and that's what we were talking, you mentioned car camping earlier. I mean, that's... Uh, <laughs> 80, probably 80% of, you know, the people that kind of get into this, uh, you know, coin term called overlanding, um, 
that's, that's all it really is, you know, is, yeah. is using your vehicle to get you to remote places to get away from whatever your, you know, daily grind is. So um, you can't say people aren't doing it because they're not doing something epic and winching their truck up a huge hill. Um, <laughs> that's just, that's just what we choose to do because it's exciting for us. Yeah. And, you know, when I'm not doing these tours, I'm taking my, my family out and we're, you know, just setting up the truck for a weekend and using our base camp so we can go for hiking, you know, in different areas and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's, there's multi-purposes to it. And like you said, in Morgantown, these people are packed up and ready to go all the time so they can leave after class or school's over or work and, and hit the road. Yeah. There's a, uh, there's a, uh, a guy named Alistair uh, Humphreys. He's from the UK and he has this thing called micro adventure. I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but it, he basically talks about doing a, you know, a 24 hour trip, you know, doing something, just, you know, leaving work and then going and then, you know, you're done in 24 hours. And I, and I love that idea. And I, I saw a video that you guys had, I, I think your whole family was involved with is like the Thorny Mountain Fire Tower that there. And yeah. is, it, is that in Pocahontas County as well? Yeah, it is. It's, yeah, um, it's so Seneca cool. State Forest. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is fantastic, and you, and I tell you, you. Yeah, the kid, your, your kid's there, I think, and you were just talking yeah. about it, and it was really super cool. Yeah, we um, that's a, a fantastic outdoor opportunity for anybody in West Virginia that's looking for something really unique is uh, renting, renting a couple of nights um, at the Thorny Mountain Fire Tower in Seneca State Forest. The challenge is, is that it's booked out like two years in advance. That's crazy. So you got to get really creative to find an open opportunity or an open window there yeah. and grab it. And we happen to luck out um, and, and get it during peak fall season wow. um, in the year that we produced that video. And that's uh, awesome. And like I said, yeah, like you said, take took my my wife and my son up there. Uh, neither one of them wanted to stay in the fire tower. It's pretty, <laughs> so it's pretty high up there. The yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty high, high up. I stayed there. Uh, I had two of my friends come up from Lewisburg and and spend the last night up there with me and hey, we just had a great time, but that's, that's awesome. you know, just a fan. And I think they need to open up more fire towers in West Virginia. I mean, if that one has booked up so much, I mean, that there's a lot of fire towers out there that have been decommissioned, yeah. um, that, uh, could be some real opportunity. Absolutely. What's the vision that you have long, ter long term for mountain state overland, um, to make it across the U S and then to figure out where we're going next. You know, um, that's, that's really what it is and uh, create business models and continue to be, um, um, innovative, you know, um, how can we provide services that really help people really build a community, um, and that support our adventures. I mean, that's, that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Um, you know, our, our, our mission is to keep us active, um, to keep us adventurous, and uh, keep us excited about exploring out that outdoors. And if we can, um, if we can continue to do that, you know, for as long as I live and influence our kids to do the same, I think we've, we've, you know, reached, reached our goal. That's great. What's something you'd like to accomplish before this year's over? Um, I got a lot, <laughs> we got a lot on the plate this year. We have uh, this new festival uh, film fest Saturday in Lewisburg that we're doing. Yeah, uh, tell us th that's coming up April 30th, 2022. So give us a little. It is April 30th. Yeah, yeah. Year 2022. Um, we are partnering with uh, Smooth Ambler uh, Distillery and uh, Greenbrier Valley Brewing Company and the GVTs, the Greenbrier Valley Theater, just to kind of give people a fun community adventure um, adventure experience. And uh, we'll be showing films from the Nash 
from the world um, tour of paddling films um, produced across the country or across the world, I'm sorry, um, during 2022. So, you know, adventure films, uh, canoeing, um, you know, kayaking, whitewater rafting, all sorts of stuff like that, um, you know, in one fun evening in Lewisburg starting at 4.30. So, uh, yeah, that's that's going to be pretty, pretty fun. But, you know, back to what you said, I mean, more community building um you know community community building events i mean mm. like i said we've got a really full plate this year um we'll be traveling to events across the country too um to advocate adventure travel tourism um you know one thing that's really exciting is to be you know involved at the government level and and you know being at the capitol and be given an opportunity to lobby for you know responsible adventures here yeah. in uh, west that's, virginia so that's great that's great. What you know, I'm a a student of leadership, and I love talking with company owners and company founders to get their take on leadership. What what are some of the most important attributes of successful leaders you think today, Jason? Um, listening, um, empowering, um, intrinsic value. So, what's really important to people outside of you know the dollar or the benefit, um, and um, and understanding what people's what people can bring to the table and identifying their strengths and and letting them um, and letting them excel. I mean, I um, and 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 being happy. I mean, I mean, there's so many pieces to the puzzle that I think you know, as a society, that we're just starting to rediscover that you know are are fundamental parts of the human genome, right? Mm-hmm. Which which make us like function and. You know, just like a warm, a warm uh, sunlight on a on a cold face on a winter day. You know, I mean, there's a reason that makes you feel good, right? So, yeah. what we try to do, or what I try to do as a leader, is to identify those opportunities, um, and and use those to motivate the people that we work with. Very cool. Um, that's that's what that's my leadership style. Great, Jason. What's one piece of advice you'd give to? a young person thinking about starting a business, maybe it's in the, you know, the overlanding business or, you know, adventure travel space. Uh, maybe it's not, maybe it's just they're they've got an idea and they're thinking about starting a business here in West Virginia. What's one piece of advice you'd give to them? Stick with it. Um, you know, every little tiny thing that happens to get you excited, you know, let it get you even more excited. Um, these opportunities, to have these fantastic podcasts and discussions with, you know, people in West Virginia, um, you know, those will come with time, you know, I mean, um, get out there um, and motivate yourself and find something to get excited about. Um, That's great. You know, that that's, you know, some people, you know, can get, you know, turned off or burned out, you know, I mean, and they'll never have the same level of passion that you have, but, you know, you're your own only motivator. Right. So, So just get out there and do it. I like that. That's great stuff. What What does your morning ritual look like? Um, my morning ritual um, on on trip day is uh, wake up, take my son to school, uh, come home, and uh, usually the first trip of the year is pretty tough because I've kind of recon I got to reconfigure my truck from ski season, um, so I'm frantically laying out gear on my garage floor going through checklists to make sure I have everything that I need to have and feeling comfortable knowing that I'm still going to forget something. Um, so it's a scramble on a daily trip morning. 
Um, and it's relaxing when we get to camp. Yeah, that's great. What What's like the one essential thing that you, if you forgot it, you'd be like, I got to turn around and go back. I get that I, every time. I mean, I, I get that question so much and it's, it's such an odd thing, but music's so important to us. If I don't have my Bluetooth speaker, I don't, I, I, I'd have to turn around and go home. I mean, that's, that's the honest part of it. I mean, we got this seriously built out adventure mobile, you know, with all of this stuff, you know, but if, if I left my speaker on the charger, I'll turn around and go home. (laughs) That's good. That's, that's really interesting. I appreciate you, uh, you saying that. Uh, in your business, what would you like to pass on as your legacy to your your uh, your future generations? I think I said that earlier. You know, um, one of my biggest motivators as a business owner, specific to what I do, is you know giving my son as many outdoor yeah. opportunities as I can. And it would just you know tickle me to death one day if he had his buddies over and they just got their new car and they said, what are we going to go do on dad's going to let us go camp for the weekend? Well, I don't know. Let's go watch his videos and find out where to go. Yeah. Um, that's, amazing. that's that leaving that legacy, you know, out there for my son or for whoever to go to motivate them to try something that may put them out of their comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. Um, is what most excites me for sure. That's very cool. How do you deal with criticism? It's motivating. You know, um, it, I, I, I use this as a, uh, it's a, it's a lesson. Um, you know, when I first started putting videos out there and people were, you know, like oh, there's a lot of support, you know, YouTube's great because there's a lot of people support, but there's just as many people that, um, for whatever reason, you know, need to critique or discredit or devalue, you know, your creative work, which is okay. Um, I find more value in people's negative feedback than I do in their positive feedback because all it does when somebody says you're doing a good job or these are fantastic, I love it is, you know, um, is telling me I, I can't, I gotta, I, I don't need to do anything. I just gotta keep doing the same thing. Whereas I feel like in order to grow, I need mm. to change and adapt. So I look forward to the negative feedback. I'm not trying to tell anybody listening to this podcast to go make, make, make a bunch of bad reviews, but at the same point in time, um, I, I kind of engineer myself to find the most value in the negative feedback um, yeah, in order to keep cool. my my head right. Because, you know, as a creative person, you know, in the film, you know, photo, social world, it can have a lot of negative impact on you mentally um, if, if people punch and throw low blows, you know, from a keyboard. So yeah. I adapted to it. Yeah, it's very interesting. Thanks for sharing uh, mm-hmm. you know, that, uh, that mindset, what's one book or even a podcast that you'd recommend for aspiring business people or entrepreneurs, or, or if you don't have one of those, maybe somebody you look for, uh, look up to for inspiration. Uh, there's, there's a lot of really good podcasts. I spend more time on podcasts, um, yeah. um, than anything. Uh, I'd say, you know, one of the more, uh, inspirational podcasts, um, is the Overland Journal podcast. I mean, you've got some really seasoned adventurers out there interviewing some amazing people to inspire you to get outside and get outdoors. Um, spend a lot of time listening and watching TED Talks on adventure, um, you know, and, and understanding how it gets them excited and what opportunities it's created for them. Um, 
but you know, you can get your space and kind of the event, you can get yourself in kind of the adventure travel podcast space and really get some great stories. I, one of the big things that motivated me at the very beginning with this was a documented adventure motorcycle series with uh, Ewan McGregor and uh, Charlie Borman. Charlie Borman is the son of the director for the movie Deliverance. And wow. I think we can all identify with that. Sure. Um, but uh, they, they, they outfitted some BMW motorcycles and uh, documented their travels around the world. And then wow. they documented their travels, you know, from North to South and then um, in, in two different continents. So um, that's cool. That's, that's inspiring. That's you great. Know, to great watch, stuff. you know, yeah, you definitely definitely have to check out Alistair Humphreys and uh, his, yes. uh, his, his, that idea of the micro adventure. Cause I, I could see you guys doing some uh, micro adventures in your, in your vehicles. I think that'd be pretty cool. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, yeah, Jason, we've spent, uh, covered a lot in this interview. First of all, is there anything else you think that our listeners should know about you or your story? I, you know, you can find us on at mountainstateoverland.com pretty straightforward or just Google overland West Virginia. I mean, you're going to find us there. I think, um, you know, if you've got questions about how you do this, or you got questions about what it is, you know, you can just Google, Google, it, right. I mean, yeah, yeah. um, I, I like to be a resource for people. I like to create, you know, community. Um, it gets me excited to have complete strangers be with us for, you know, three days in the woods in West Virginia yeah, cool. um, and then, and then leave best friends and family. You know, that's, um, that happens like clockwork on each of our trips. That's um, awesome. And uh, so, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to encourage folks to check out the YouTube channel. We'll make sure we have links to that in the show notes and on Facebook live uh, because I, I think your videos speak for themselves and, and they're, I mean, I would rather watch that, you know, you guys doing your thing than any kind of show on TV. It's just great content. It's a lot of fun. Like you said, it's real. You guys are just being real. And you get into some really cool uh, predicaments and some wonderful uh, settings that you're in. And and I also like those kind of like the behind the scenes, like when you did a tour of like what's actually in this pop-up camper in the back of your truck, right? And you kind of show, I think your son was in that one as well. And uh, you know, those yeah. are, those are some great, uh, great videos and, and the content is just real. It's, uh, it's, it's genuine and it's, uh, it's well done. So I just want to congratulate you. I think what you're doing is really cool. And I, it's been, Jason, it's been an honor to have you on the show today. Thank you, Jim. I really appreciate being here and I appreciate the feedback. I mean, it's just, Every day is a new adventure. Yeah, man, absolutely. Keep up the great work, and and I uh, really do appreciate your time with us today. Folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, West Virginia News at wvnews.com, and Interaction Media as we continue on our journey of helping to share positive business stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like my new friend Jason Specht of Mountain State Overland Our hope is that we in some way equipped you and inspired you with his business story. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website at PositivelyWV.com. We appreciate your comments, of course, and your positive reviews and encouragement. Positively West Virginia is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You could learn more about our mission of inspiring and encouraging small business owners, entrepreneurs, even some nonprofit organizations, and 
business leaders across West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.